on Political Research Digest, the effects of cable news, and the growing evidence that Fox News Channel gains Republican votes. For the Niskanen Center, I'm Matt Grossman. A popularly shared headline recently explained how I lost my dad to Fox News, and a recent documentary followed the, quote, brainwashing of one crazy Fox dad. But can cable news networks really persuade people to change their policy views or even their votes? A new study, Bias in Cable News, published in the American Economic Review, concludes that Fox News Channel raised George W. Bush's 2004 vote share by nearly four percentage points and John McCain's 2008 vote share by more than six percentage points. I talked to one of the authors, Gregory Martin of Emory University, about how they used the order of cable channels in different areas to draw those conclusions. But how could cable news have such strong effects? Today, we'll also talk to Audrey McLean of Temple University about a new study she co-authored in the American Journal of Political Science called No Need to Watch. It argues that the effects of cable news viewing spread beyond the viewers to all those that they talk to about politics. Fox News is the king of cable, and its ratings are still rising. But now liberal MSNBC has doubled its audience. Donald Trump has been great for cable news, so it's a good time to check in on their effects. Political scientists have traditionally been skeptical that news coverage, or even advertising, actually persuades people to change their minds politically. Usually, the people who watch have clear opinions about politics and use the news to reinforce their existing views and counter-argue against anything from the other side. But Gregory Martin told me new evidence shows strong effects, especially for television. There's a big set of evidence now that's, that's accumulated over the past decade or so in a couple of different countries. So there's uh, there's also the older paper on Fox by Delvini and Kaplan. There's a paper on Berlusconi, his network in Italy. There's some, a couple of papers about the Russian state media, uh, all finding pretty significant persuasive effects. Uh, I think it's I do think it's relevant that they're all uh, these are all on TV. I don't think that's that's coincidental. His paper with Ali Yurikolu shows clear evidence of a Fox News effect on Republican voting. The biggest finding is that uh, Fox News has a significant and actually fairly large uh, persuasive effect uh, on voters. So uh, higher uh, Fox News viewing leads to, to more um, voting for Republicans in presidential elections. And that effect has grown over time. So since the early 2000s, uh, it's gotten larger probably because Fox's ratings have risen and Fox has also become more conservative, at least in the way that we can measure it uh, over that time period. Gregory told me they use the order of the channels because it's usually hard to show that cable news actually causes persuasion. Measuring persuasion is, in media is always difficult because, you know, watching Fox or reading any other news source is a choice that people select into. And if you were to just sort of naively look at the, the difference between the audiences between Fox and, and say, CNN, uh, you'd find that Fox's audience is much more conservative, so roughly like double the percentage of Republican identifiers. And you would say, wow, Fox has this huge effect. But of course, a lot of that is driven by people who already are conservative opting into this conservative news source. So it's hard to say just observation. Additionally, what is the actual influence that Fox has? So the channel position provides essentially some variation in viewership that's not related to people's initial ideology. So channel position essentially drives people into watching these channels uh, for reasons that are just unrelated to whether they're conservative or liberal. And people are surprisingly really induced to watch more news just by a low channel number. 
from what we found, an increase of one standard deviation in channel position, which is like about 17 positions. That increases the average person's viewership of Fox News by about two and a half minutes. And the reason is basically most people are watching channels that are low in the order because those channels tend to be the most popular channels like ESPN, sort of the older cable networks like like, well, CNN is also one, is also one of them, uh, but sort of, and all the networks tend to be clustered at the bottom. So the most popular channels tend to be at the low end of the spectrum. And when people sort of flip away from those channels, they're more likely to stop at some somewhere that's closer and somewhere that's farther away. The paper demonstrates that the channel position really was random. Previously, Republican areas did not get lower numbers for Fox News, and people on national satellite TV in the same areas were not affected because they had a national channel order. Some were skeptical of the big sizes of the effects found in the paper, way more than we usually find for campaign effects. And the specific model they use is open to criticism, but Martin says most models would find similar results. The thing that's driving the results is that we find uh, for 2000, we find a pretty similar effect size to what was found in the, the older work by Delvinian and Kaplan, so like around a half a percentage point in 2000. And since then, Fox's ratings have roughly doubled, and at least according to our measures of ideology, they've gotten, uh, they've moved further right as well. So the combination of those two things, like matching that that effect in 2000, and then the growth of Fox's audience and the, the growth in its or the more conservative content that it's showing now, as compared to what it was showing in the uh, in its early days, that's what's leading to this to the model finding this growing effect over time. Different scholars with different models of voting or ideological change might find different sizes of effects, but the basic data shows more induced Fox viewing equals more Republican voting. The paper didn't find clear effects for MSNBC, which had much lower ratings and wasn't consistently left-leaning over the period. Some Fox viewers rely almost exclusively on the channel, unlike MSNBC. Or the average Fox viewer is much more dedicated to Fox in terms of only consuming news from Fox than the average MSNBC viewer. So um, there is an asymmetry across the channels that the Fox viewers tend to rely more on Fox for their news than, than MSNBC viewers do. So MSNBC viewers tend to consume multiple different uh, sources of news, whereas Fox viewers are more likely to just watch Fox. And some Fox viewers watch quite a lot of the channel. It's not like everybody's watching 40 minutes. There are some people that are watching a lot. So we have some individual level level data, and among people who watch, the average is, is like three and a half hours per week. But Martin thinks it was the marginal, less committed viewers who were most likely to be affected by the channel order. For the most part, these are people who are relatively centrist, relatively less attached to, to one of the two parties. And those less committed viewers are also the most likely to be persuaded. What matters for the persuasive effect is, is attracting people who are sort of less, have less political information who are coming in uh, with, less, with less prior knowledge. As a result, the big recent jump in cable news viewership may not have attracted the most persuadable viewers. And is that, that people who are watching a lot more cable news today than they used to are mostly people who are consuming other forms of, of political media and have sort of substituted into cable news. But another new study shows they may convince their friends, increasing the size of the effect. And Martin agrees that that might be a good mechanism for Fox's influence. Plenty of room for the, the effects to go beyond the, the direct effect on someone who's actually watching, both through like in-person discussions as well as through, you know, on social media. You know, Fox has its, has, has its own website that, you know, you can share stories from. And Fox is one of the, I believe, one of the most shared sources on, on Facebook. So they, that definitely extends its reach beyond the, beyond the immediate viewers. 
I spoke to Audrey McLean, co-author of an experiment with James Druckmann and Matthew Lewandowski, showing just how influential even having a political discussion with those who've watched cable news can be. Partisan media affects everyone, those who watch it and those who don't. And honestly, those who enter discussions knowing very little about a topic or do not watch cable news on a regular basis actually seem to be more influenced by the opinions of others who do regularly watch it. The study brought people into a lab and assigned them to either watch or not watch a cable news segment from Fox or MSNBC, and then to talk about it or not with fellow Democrats or Republicans or a mixed group. There were those who didn't watch partisan media and didn't discuss the issue, those who watched the partisan media and those who discussed the issue but did not themselves watch partisan media because they were assigned to the control. Finally, those who you know, watched partisan media and discussed it. They watched and talked about the Keystone XL pipeline, with Fox News touting economic benefits and MSNBC fearing environmental risks. I asked McLean how they chose those segments. They were similar in length and format and had equal strength in terms of their arguments. But if our goal was to understand the actual process of partisan media exposure, it was important to use actual things from cable news. And those are really the issues that we could find the best parity and coverage on between all of the networks. McLean told me that their study is part of a larger trend in research showing media persuasion is possible with the right people and the right issue. I think what we're learning is that the difficulty of persuasion is dependent on how entrenched the beliefs already are. And so with someone who comes into a discussion without much prior knowledge and not much stake in the issue, they are much easier to persuade than those who have very established beliefs on the issue. Discussion with fellow Democrats or fellow Republicans was the most convincing. But even mixed groups showed some changes in views. People as a whole do tend to sort into rather, you know, homogenous groups. But what we really wanted to show that these causal mechanisms exist even in these kind of worst case scenarios where, you know, you're with a group of people who don't share your beliefs at all and you've just had to watch different information and discuss it. Amazingly, discussions about the TV segment seem to be even more important than directly watching it. They are both important, um, but I do think... The group effect has a stronger impact than the partisan media effect. McLean also thought the effects could extend to areas like voting. I think it very much extends to those issues because a lot of the people we brought in did not have strong opinions about, you know, the Keystone XL pipeline. And local discussion networks might be part of the effects of these channels. It's actually probably cultural rather than geographic, but proximity breeds cultural homogeneity. So it's probably a bit of both. National opinions are influencing culture overall, but those you are closest to are still most likely to have an effect on your beliefs and attitudes. With viewership growing, the effects are only likely to increase. There are more people tuning in and they're reaching a larger homogenous audience. There are more people who are suddenly concerned and want to see and hear their opinions reflected back to them. So, if anything, I see the effects of this increasing over time. 
Given these new studies, how should political professionals think about persuasion through cable news? Martin told me he's still not sure how Fox actually persuades. But you can conclude is that it is possible to persuade people. I don't know that we have any strong conclusions about sort of what are the most effective ways of, do, of doing that. Uh, whatever it is, Fox seems to have figured it out. In fact, quite a few questions remain to be answered about Fox. There's a lot of open questions. What are the differences in, in actual coverage? Like what kind of what kind of coverage brings viewers in? What kind of coverage is most persuasive? What messages are are the most effective? McLean said her biggest remaining questions were about how online social networks might magnify the effects of partisan media. I think if you were to start taking into account the social media and online news consumption also as sources of partisan news and then extrapolated the downstream effects of those, I mean, the number would be massive. Like half of U.S. adults report getting their news through social media already. So if you then measure... You know, the effects of all of those consuming information in these partisan settings and distributing that to all of their friends in these networks, which, you know, by design are information sharing networks among social groups, it would be really reinforcing. To learn more, you can read the full articles and a lot more information at niskanencenter.org. I hope you enjoyed the new podcast, and thanks to Audrey McLean and Gregory Martin for joining me. Political Research Digest will be available bi-weekly from the Niskanen Center, a think tank in Washington. I'm Matt Grossman, a Michigan State University professor who will be your guide to new and relevant research on American politics and policy. Join us next time to find out why Republican women don't run for office and why it matters for the gender gap in voting.